start the fucking thing. <laughs> Holy fuck. Episode 9 was a real quick one, eh? A real whirlwind. Yeah, that went by quickly. <sighs> Took a lot out of me. What song should we go to in the intro here? What's a fast one? Welcome back to Meet the Neighbors. We got episode 10, and we're going to cut right to introducing the guests for tonight's episode right away. We got Travis in the house. Travis, welcome to Meet the Neighbors. Thanks for having me. If everyone's uh, wondering, he's the Travis from Whistler. <laughs> that camera goal they talked about. Whistler Travis, yeah. Sadly, I was there. We'll get to the Whistler story shortly. Oh, we'll get to we'll get to all the stories shortly because Travis is like a big old bag of uh, you know how they you say wet skeletons in your closet. He's like his closet doesn't close. I live in the closet. I got yeah. I got so many skeletons in my closet. <laughs> Travis is just like a high flying bag of shredded cheese, just soaring through the night. Okay, the first thing I want to ask Trav on the on the pod here is, uh, how did you feel about episode nine? Oh, I was pissed off for sure. Like not happy, not not even a little bit. Because last night when or it was yesterday afternoon, we were grabbing a beer. Well, I I I work in a pretty pretty not happy place so like Monday Tuesday I like to like to sit down at my my desk do my paperwork lock all the shittiets that I do do deal with day to day and uh, and listen to some meet the neighbors so I lock everybody up I sit down I'm very happy to sit down for an hour of paperwork and a minute and a half later I am pissed the fuck off cause come on man minute, minute, minute and a half at 38 seconds is not long enough for you? No, no, it's not. Well, don't tell my girlfriend that, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's long enough for some people, but god damn it. Okay, well, trying to have a good time. The plan, just so everyone knows listening to this, the plan for episode 9 was to do a quick interlude and then roll into an actual episode 10 right after. But uh, we went to go cut up the audio for episode 10 after we recorded it, and we just weren't super happy with it. And we really only like to put a quality product on the ice. So. Unless unless uh, unless Blake's involved, right? Unless <laughs> <laughs> was that episode two or three? Three. It was, it, it was three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why Why do you want to hang out with me? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I have to. Okay, so um, one question I wanted to jump over to is, uh, and this is before we get into how we know Trav, is Trav. You were telling us yesterday at the table about how they're remaking Mighty Ducks. Sadly, there, absolutely there. Okay, this is no, 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 Jeff. Let me walk you through this. So, like, what do, you, what do, you, how do you think that they can make remake Mighty Ducks? You can't. I, I know, but, but, but in your ideal world, how would they remake it? In my ideal mm-hmm. world, yep. you'd bring back all. The, you'd bring Banksy back. Okay, you bring yeah, Bam Bam, and maybe they're like an adult beer league team, and okay. they're just fucking flying around this flying V. At the Scotiabank Eight Rings, Scotia Barn, Scotia Barn Eight Rings. <laughs> you bring fucking Gordon Bombay back. You got fucking Conway. Maybe Conway's mom's still banging Bombay. Who gives a fuck? But you make it, you make it an adult version. What kids give a fuck about the Mighty Ducks right now? Would, would you ever make it a TV show? Is this fucking thing going Absolutely. on the Disney? It's Absolutely. going on the Disney. Movie, yeah. And they're going to put new kids in it. I have no idea. Guess where they're filming this thing? Puck World? <laughs> Vancouver. If I see them filming this, I will spit on the kids and throw, sp- <laughs> and throw spirit off ice cans at them. I will I will put myself through icing myself 
to throw Smirnoff ice cans That's at the kids. Daughter, man. You'll never be Charlie Conway. Yeah. You'll never be like Charlie Conway. You'll never oh, be Connie uh, the Cat. Yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit, honestly. Yeah, it, it is pretty bad. Hey, Travis. Yes, sir. How many girlfriends have you dated after your friends have dated them? I want to say a handful. <laughs> I have a small hand, though, so it's like a, it's a smaller handful. But a number. Like somewhere in the range of three to four. No, no, no. But I want to say tall, two, two. two. Tall, tall ones? Well, th- there has been a, a taller... Short, hooker, yeah. Shorter, shorter ones. There has been a uh, an awesome shorter one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How does how does everyone view you because of that? Well, I I think that there are a handful people that hate me for it, but wouldn't you say that's rightfully so? All oh. right, Trav, how the fuck do we know you? I. I, I met Travis through our mutual love of country music, cowboy boots, and our hate of idiot people. And chewing tobacco. And chewing tobacco. Like 100% chewing tobacco. It was, it was chewing tobacco, 100%. Yeah, yeah that was the foundation. Yeah, because he, yeah. he had American stuff, and I didn't have American stuff. Well, you guys asked me how I met you. So, I, the first time I met you guys, I, um, I went down to the old Shadow Loggers pub. R.I.P. Yeah. May, may it rest in peace. Fucking um, bullshit that they bulldozed. I'm just going to say that's a quick word to the shadow. Gods of war, may your hammer be mighty. Rest in peace, my friend. Okay, sorry to interrupt there, chat. <laughs> Fair. Um, so, the first time that I met you guys, I went down with them. I started playing lacrosse, and uh, all the guys went down down to the shadow logger. So, I met you guys. I have never seen so many people puke into pictures in my entire <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> well, this is, this is at the time, right, Travis, where they were like, as long as you said you played lacrosse, it was buy two pictures, get one free. I, I don't care. But you understand. Yeah, like, but, but I, I understand. We have to make sure the listeners I, understand what the circumstances I, I, were. I watched three and a half people. Half. Because Spud's not a real human. Um, <laughs> three, three and a half people puke into a fucking picture. I was like, that's not good. Like, where am I? I went to high, I went to high school in some weird fucking places, but I've never seen someone puke into a goddamn picture. You haven't puked in a picture before? No, I... <laughs> We saw it that night. That's for sure. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. Have you Have you puked in a urinal? Yes, I have. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Would you rather puke in a urinal or a pitcher? Uh, well, here's the thing. If you're here's the thing. If you're in a pissed right trap, right if you're if you're in a pissed off mood, wouldn't you rather puke into a pitcher so you can throw it at someone later? <laughs> Have you ever been that mad at someone that you're gonna puke in a picture and throw it up? <laughs> Actually, no. let me just I gotta vomit real quick. I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm so angry with you. I'm just you know what though? Out. You know what though? If I'm in an angry mood, why wouldn't I puke in a picture and just like plan to throw it at someone later? Ruin their night. I've had some What's the worst thing you've had thrown at you? Shit, piss. You're you do your job. Yes, I yes, know yes. That. <laughs> I bet I bet both but, piss and shit. Imagine, imagine I would much rather a throw up thrown at me. But Imagine you're rocking like this nice Hawaiian shirt. You got your jeans. Maybe like you like fucking like uh, said something to like this like loser what, guy. When, when like, would I ever rock a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> and nice jeans? You did it last night. I did. Yeah. Okay. Go on. So imagine you're doing last night and like you chirp someone. Like my hips are swinging. Hips are swinging. Yeah, 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 you chirp it. someone. Yeah, my hips. And it's like, oh, them. nothing's gonna come of it. Next thing you know, this fucking nerd's flying at you with a pitcher full of puke. <laughs> My my little hand would be so furious, and my little hand would hit that that. that I'm looking at your hands right now. I don't even know what you're gonna do with your hands. I don't even think you could jerk off properly. Okay, something I wanted to talk to you guys about tonight is load management. So let me frame this for you a little bit. Kawhi Leonard comes to Toronto. They manage his. Games played really closely. So if they play back-to-backs and stuff like that, he takes a night off. They win a championship. Kawhi goes and signs in L.A. And then uh, he's under the microscope way more than he was can, in Toronto. Can, can, can we backpedal two steps? The only reason Toronto won a championship is because Kevin Durant got hurt and then Clay blew his knee out. 
Okay. I, I think beside the point, Toronto won a championship. Maybe other circumstances were around it. But the reason that Kawhi was at his best, a lot of people think, is because of his load management. But he, he went was hurt in the finals. He went super under the radar because this was in Canada. Now that he's in the one of the biggest basketball markets in the world, people are kind of blowing up about it and coming down on the NBA for letting it happen. What do you guys think about load management? Does Kawhi owe it to the fans and and to the game to be playing every game I, because he signed a big ticket deal? Or do you think that the point is to win championships and if, if the Clippers think that's the best way to do it, then that's the best way to I, do it? I think Michael Jordan's at best. And I'm, I'm coming at, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. You know, you can agree or disagree with me. He's one or two, right? Pete, he is one or two, yeah. You know what? So, part uh, part uh, owner with the Charlotte Hornets, right? Absolutely. So, he was asked about load management, and he goes, we sign players on contracts to play 82 games a season. If we make the playoffs, we make the playoffs, and I expect them to play all those games. Right. Injuries happen. Injuries happen, but if your body's so broke, you can't play a full season. Like, let's turn it to another sport, Brett. What player in hockey has load management? Where they're just like, you know what, Alex, Alex Ovechkin, you know what, you're so sweet, sweet at hockey, but you only have to play six games this year. Okay, that, that's a fair response. I, I get that. But I don't think transitioning it to another sport's the right argument. Because, no, no, I don't. Because this is the first time it's really happened in any sport, and it could easily go to a different sport next. Trav, what do you think? I, I think they pay them... I, definitely Kawhi. I think he, he makes enough to... Like, he, he, he's a, he's a physical, physical guy. He plays down the boards. Um, I, I think... He should just play. 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 You, you love the game. You love to play the fucking game. 80-plus games. Go. Go out there and make fucking money. Okay, so wouldn't you say that like it's a it's a minus against the player's legacy when he's load management? I managed through his peak of his career. I almost think I think like bl- like let's put it this way: Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, all these guys played through f- di- different, more physical basketball, and now you got this guy, and it's like, you know what? I'm only going to play 75% of the season, but I'm good for 75% of the games. You got these guys playing on busted up ankles with worse science, worse shoes. Like, you see the shit they used to wear? Used to be, like, might as well wear slippers. I I think it's blown blown out of proportion. I think that you ask Kawhi, like, do you want to play 85 games? During the season, he'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" He's hurt already, though. But but, I think if you ask him, "Would you like to play?" He'd be like, "Yeah, absolutely, I would." It's okay. I read so, one thing about this today that I thought was a really interesting way to analyze it, and I don't have an opinion one way or the other really on this because I just kind of want to see what happens, and I'm I'm interested in it from the franchise's perspective and the other owners in the league. I get. I get the flack against it because it's not really fair. Like, you guys should play all their games from that perspective. But if you look at the Clippers, it's almost like instead of having an employee, this is in an article in the Global Mail, um, instead of having an employee, they have a private contractor who kind of calls his own shots because he's there's so much power it's, with the players now that he's pulling the strings and he's saying like it's almost like he's a, a track and field athlete or a boxer where he picks his battles or his races right is that right though like it's I don't I don't sport. know I don't think it's right I, I don't I don't think it is. like I don't think you see it in any other sport like you don't see like 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 we like talking about hockey let's play another sport you don't see like Mike Trout greatest baseball player of this generation I wouldn't say that but go on you know what I mean, though? Yeah, like, like, yeah. like generational talent? Yeah. Well, you could argue that baseball is full of load management, especially in the playoffs with your pitchers. The, with, with, with pitchers, it's fucking you. Okay, so I got a solution suggestion. So say, um, say the issue with this whole thing is that for... The guy fucks, by the way. You can hear the, by the, how loud his car is that he definitely has so much sex. Yeah, yeah, sex Tokyo drift. Yeah, yeah. Um, so say he plays 65 games instead of 82, or he plays 60 games instead of 82. The problem is that for 22 games, 
fans are coming to watch, whether he's at home or on the road, and they're seeing him sitting there in a suit, blatantly not participating. The optics are fucking terrible on that. Yeah, I agree. Would it be completely different if he, they fucking dressed him, and then he played maybe a half of the amount of time what on the if, court that he would normally play? That would that would. But, but what if what if you had to do it this way? What if you had to pick the games before the season starts where he's not playing? But that 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 is totally. I don't know. Play the fucking sport. So here's the uh, the weekly who we want to sponsor us part of the podcast. Nice. This episode sponsored by the one, the only, Smirnoff. Ice or like specifically, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> <laughs> specifically, Smirnoff ice. I've been well, icing myself since 6 p.m. <laughs> how about you guys? <laughs> how, how, how do you feel when you ice yourself? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Like, like when I get iced, like, I kind of hate it because you have to chug it. I like casually drinking an ice. Well, will, will you chug one right now? Get me one. I'll try. I got one right here. Well, friends and family, we're gonna grab him one. I got one, Trav, right here. Uncracked. I don't really like Smirnoff Ice. Oh shit! I don't think it's very good at all, and I'm not a fan of the intense sweet flavor. I don't endorse the sponsorship. So, what do you Brett, like? Brett, what do you like then? What do you like, Brett? I like this Michelob Ultra. It's a sports beer. It's for doing activities. I'm drinking a Michelob Ultra, man. I'll take that over Smirnoff Ice any day. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, I... Like, if I had both of them, I'd pick that one. But, like, you know what? You do. You literally have both, and you pick that one. Yeah, because I'm in the mood. You're in... He's in the mood. Smirnoff Ice is in the mood. Hey, Travis. Have you ever fucked a mom and then her daughter? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Explain, please. (laughs) I'd rather not go into it, Mr. Mr. Jeff. You may or may not have a gun pulled on you. I did have one of those, (laughs) yep. That's exactly what happened. Do you regret anything? Well, (laughs) how much of the story can we ask you about? We can, we can, we can... You want, you want... From the horse's mouth, how did this happen? Okay, so... (laughs) This is great shit. Brett Brett and I... (laughs) Brett Brett is from the same town that I'm from. And Nanaimo is a small town. Nanaimo, like, if you dip your pen in an inkwell, it's probably not, not a good inkwell. Well, buckle in, my friend. Um, <laughs> so, I went to um, a, a certain establishment, and uh, th- I had a server. Nice girl. Talked to me, and she took a liking to me, so grabbed her number, and uh, we went on our way. Um, I'm also working at a place where there's a new person that worked there that is a older lady. She probably She's probably like late 30s um very attractive um but she's on my she's my team so where I work like the team is very close knit and uh it's like high high stress that kind of stuff so we definitely like tie together a lot um so I find out this is after the fact um that that's the stepmother to this girl I met at this certain establishment so I start hooking up with the girl at from the restaurant and then I went out with my team from the other place and uh she jumped me when she drove me home and um single guy obviously I'm gonna track was the it girl a, was it was it a good jump like was she the cougar we all see on porn? Yes, it, it actually was. It, it was literally you, you tie that in. It was the cougar jumping me at the porn. Was she making cat noises? No, she wasn't. Like, but, but but it was. It, it was no, no no no. She 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 jumped me. So she jumped me. Um, I wake up in the morning with eighty five text messages from this girl that I, I have been hooking up with. By the way, I'm not a piece of shit. I wake up with a lot of text messages from the girl that I was seeing. 
her father and the girl that I, that jumped me in the car. Um, the dad was messaging you. Yes. No. And fun fact. <laughs> I personally, I, I might work in a law, like like a law enforcement agency. Um, this guy does as well, and we work very close together. Um, so there was hand gum, hand gum, hand. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry, uh, hair gum. You cummed in her hair. <laughs> hair gum. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Trav. My wife has cum in her hair. <laughs> No, my hat was in her backseat. That's why you found out. But Travis, fact, he your sure hat was in the back of my wife's car, and it's full of cum. <laughs> so, so would you have would you have any decent um, explanation why your hat's full of cum in the back of my wife's car? Also, have you banged my daughter? <laughs> so. All, all parties involved start messing each other. They figure out that <laughs> I'm I had been hooking up with this girl who also happens to be this person's stepmother and then he found out. So so it was very bad. But we're all we're all in law enforcement, so he showed up to my work, which is a a special place. Um, with a, a heavily hand- guarded area? Yeah, yeah. With, 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 a, with a handgun saying that <laughs> if you fuck my family again, I'm going to shoot you in the head. So and you're gonna, he's like, if you fuck my family again, I want a hat full of cum too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so he comes to my work and says... If you come to my family again, I'll shoot you in your fucking head. They'll never find you. So, so I said, hey, fun fact, I also have a gun, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you want to shoot each other yeah, and see yeah, who wins? Yeah. But, but I also felt really, really bad because I didn't know about this guy and that kind of shit. Um, and his daughter is crazy as the day is long. Um, but here's, here's, the, here's the biggest question of the story. Who is better, the mom or the daughter? Mom. You guys know that scene in Step Brothers when they wear the fucking tuxedos to the job interview and they're like, shut up, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Shut, shut up. up. <laughs> we'll be interviewing you. We're going to do that. Trav- shut your fucking mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut your mouth. This, this segment's called Shut Your Fucking Mouth. The guest interviews us. Go ahead, Trev. <laughs> so, so you guys rolled out your perfect lineup of professional athlete, athletes for a death match. I want to, I, I want the one person you go to hell with. Like, just the one person living. I don't care if it's, like, an athlete or whatever. One person that you would go into a death match with that you're you're confident that you win. You're like, fighting. I'm fighting? I'm fighting. Yes, yeah, so I, don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter that, that what they're wait, wearing. Wait, wait, Are we, are we fighting? Have. Are we fighting with them or against yes, them? Yes, you're with, you're with them. So, so, two and two. Okay, so the question is, who are we fighting against? It's like it's a two v two. So are you are you telling me and Brett to repick right now? Well, and it's me I, and Brett. I wouldn't say for re- each other. I wouldn't say repick, but like, <coughs> let's say that you're going, like you're going against the worst two people in the world. Who is beside you? Or it's Jeff and his buddy. Against me and whoever I pick. No, 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 no. I don't. No, no, I like no. that one. I like that one. I would rather if they, because that's not going to be like the loser dies. So, 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 <laughs> you against the world, man. You and who against the world? Huh. Now we're talking real people, right? Not characters. Like real people, no characters. Not Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, that guy's that a fucking a stupid pick. pick, by the way. Everyone knows that was a bad yeah. pick. Um, fuck! I'm trying to... Uh, like, this is hard to do on the spot. Like, there's no way we're going to pick the best people. Cause we have but to no, do. that's why I'm saying it to you. Like, the mic is hot right now. But, no, but, but pick who you who comes to mind. So so it's like cage match like we defined? <laughs> like like head-to-head, the world's about to end. Unless but like we, do, like we defined weapons? it. Can they bring weapons? Not... 
bare fist, like, like, like it's bare fist combat. Only, only what they have, like the, I would say, bare fist, bare fist, absolutely. Because if you go like weapons, it's way too crazy. Now I'm, I'm, I'm taking Iron Mike Tyson. I think that has like a fucking psycho okay. at his prime. Huh? My back is broken. He is spinal. My, my spinal. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna take spinal. Uh, the fuck? Who the hell did uh? Who the hell was the gladiator movie made it about? Is that a real guy? Yeah, it was that guy. Spartacus? Yeah, no, 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 no Idiot, fucking his yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Maximus, okay, okay. Idiot, Maximus, Maximus yeah. like that fucking guy, a big him. That's that's a that's actually a great fucking pick. Okay, so Jeff has Iron Mike. I got Maximus, Leonis, Spartacus, motherfucker, whatever his name is. Trap, who do you pick? I actually don't know. Okay, well, this is what it feels like to be on the spot. I, I would probably go... Probably with Jeff's original pick. I think... Iron Mike Tyson? Iron Mike is a fucking psycho. And... That man's uppercut... Could end... Fucking countries, legions, worlds. Have you have you seen the guy fucking throw an uppercut? Spinal. Yeah, he'll, yeah, and he's a goddamn spinal. psychopath. Heath. So but he'll you, he'll you take, break your back. Spinal. You take yeah. Iron Mike Tyson over Andre the Giant. Yes. Would you take Iron Mike Tyson over Brock Lesnar? Yes. Would you take Iron Mike Tyson over Bob Probert? Yep. Yeah. Would you take Iron Mike Tyson over? Now, here's the one trap that that, that kind of crossed my mind, because this yeah, guy's a nutcase. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. What if we're talking about, like, steroid-era Ken Shamrock? No. Still, uh, Iron Mike. Still? Still? Okay, so we uh, took a little break from recording for a second, and we heard the, uh, the buzzing sounds of a razor start to go off, and then the shower running. Trav, do you think that Jeff maybe just had a quick shave in a shower in the middle of the episode? He respects the podcast. I think he so, he wants to look good for all the listeners. I, I think so, yeah. yeah. Any bets on what he comes out of that bathroom with? A more defined handlebar, maybe? Well, he, he, I respect it. Do you respect it? Hell yeah. You got a nice handlebar mustache what, what going on. What do you on. say? Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. I'm excited to see what he walks into the room with here. Jeff, what are you doing in there? So Jeff just walked back into the room. If you couldn't tell from the music, with a Stone Cold Steve Austin goatee. I'm very happy it's on my house because there's gonna be beer flying fucking all over the place. He's got to celebrate the goatee with some sort of a beer clapping endeavor here. Good. So while Jeff is doing his thing here, Travis and I are gonna have a conversation from from Islander to Islander. Mm-hmm. Trav, you're back over on the island now, and you're living in my hometown. How's she doing over there? She's doing good, man. Whereabouts are you in town? I'm like right, like I'm probably can throw a rock. Well, not me, because my arm's pretty weak. But I, I could throw a rock into your probably your parents' place. Oh right no now. way! Yeah, cool. It's just, just a stone's throw away. Cool. I appreciate that. That's awesome. And uh, I've been over here on the mainland kicking around for like a fucking decade now. What's the difference between the island and the mainland? Everything. Like, everything's the difference. Um, So, I appreciate being in Vancouver because it's... You can do anything all the time. Like, there's always something to do. I have a pile of friends here. Um, When I go back to Nanaimo, though, um, I kind of really enjoy the slower lifestyle. Um, I love being close to an accessible beach no matter what. That's super fucking nice. Um, And, you know, quite frankly, I think being in a city like this... It's got its time limits, so you, you do it for your 20s, maybe into your mid-30s, but most people don't last in the city beyond that, no. and I think that you kind of just made the move uh, over to that kind of lifestyle a little bit. I'm currently dating a girl from North End. Um, we, we we juggled the fact of either uh, Vancouver or the island, and the island went over strictly because we could buy a house and, and start, start living that way. Do you think you can do that here? 
No, absolutely no? not. No, no. So, so, so that's a what? different. That's like an inherently different that's, question from I, what I, you asked. I, I, that's, that's I, like, I, I, like, like, try, I mean, to be honest, like, like in my apartment that we're recording this at, what's maybe, maybe five hundred square feet? Uh, it's probably six, six, seven hundred. We have the balcony. Know what it goes for? One six, of these. seven hundred grand. Half a million bucks. Really? Yeah, yeah. I said six, seven hundred grand. Yeah, and that's bullshit. If I had to pick where I would settle down because mm-hmm. that's where I could afford life, mm-hmm. then I know for a fact that Vancouver is not the place for mm-hmm. that. It's a complete place where you come, you set up, you learn, you meet a lot of really good people, you connect, and then you bail. Mm-hmm. That's such a common thing to happen here. Most people get in, get off, get out. And but a lot of people but, come back. But come back because look at me. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nelly boys. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I love hanging out here. The fucking city's phenomenal. The weather's amazing. No, it's um, not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the rain fucking blows, but I don't like the cold. Yeah. So I'll, I'll appreciate the shit out of that. Okay, well, let me ask you this, Travis. Like, yep. like you've yep. lived over here. Like, and being from Alberta, you know, you know what I'm going to be talking about here. Would you rather have it be like... Minus fifteen with sun and like you know yeah fuck good point you know what I mean like like it could be like cold but you can still get a sunburn in January I that sounds kind of I I I'm almost the opposite of Brett like my friend group is like like I got deep friends here but I also have like like brothers back home like brothers in Alberta. I got brothers here. Okay, so what's okay? What was your timeline, Trav? You, you I, I'm all over the place. You did all some. Over, yeah. Okay, you went to school here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. You spent the later half of high school on the island. Is that right? Mm-hmm. But That's before, when you Lodzy? Is that what you were called back then? Big boy. But before that, you were in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. So so I lived um, Red Deer, Edmonton. My my dad lives in Alberta. My mom lives here, so I'm like kind of I was kind of a suitcase going through like high school and going back and forth, even through like like middle school and elementary. I was back and forth quite a bit. Um, I the friendships that I made in Alberta are long lasting, and like like honestly, the two people in this room, like you guys are, fuck yeah, Jeff, uh, yeah, yeah. woo, made it. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) You like D&D, Audrey Hepburn, Fangoria, Harry Houdini, and Croquet. You can't swim, you can't dance, and you don't know karate. Face it, you're never going to make it. I don't want to make it. I just want to. So a couple bands are back in town, eh? As I say, the boys are back in town. Do you yeah. know who they are? The boys are back in town. Guess who's back? Back again. There's so many songs about coming back. But like, the best ones, best ones, Thin Lizzy Boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Bam! It's about being in the bar and fucking shit up with your boys. Is the boys are back in town, is that? Oh, yeah, you're right. That's Thin Lizzy. Yeah. I know my shit. So... We got uh, we got some emo boys back in town and some rebellious boys back in town. Who's who? So we got My Chemical Romance coming back. For all we know, those one, one night show, on, one right? night only. Yeah. And then we got uh, we got the fucking Rage Rage Against the Machine boys back. Uh, what are we? Was it like six nights, two Coachella and four concerts or something like that? Something like that. It's a handful of shows. I find it extremely ironic that a band called Rage Against the Fucking is playing Machine Coachella? is playing Coachella. Where they're where they're literally gonna play to zero of the original fans. It's fucking because I can't you know, fly to Indio, California, pay like what? To, what is it for a ticket now? Like four hundred bucks for? I don't even know. Four hundred bucks for the weekend or something like that? No idea. Hey Siri, how much does it cost to go to Coachella? Okay, I found this on the web for how much does it cost to go to Coachella. The first result says it's over 2000 bucks. Whatever the fuck that means. Probably ticket and a whole bunch of Well, and that's U.S. prices anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like, And Coachella's fucking horse shit. You got a bunch of trinket-wearing motherfuckers walking around at a at a venue. They don't know any of the, like whatever. If you like Coachella, then you like it. But it looks to me like a fucking not a very good time. 
It looks like an Instagram or like a Insta concert, InstaFest. It's like an Instagram concert yeah. or whatever, Snapchat concert, whatever the or TikTok is that a thing now? In China, I think. I don't fucking. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so Rage Against the Machine being back and playing music in it is pretty cool. It's cool, but it also means that uh, someone's getting poor in that group and needs some money. Is what I take from it, and I would assume that it's probably Zach. Zach, or the like, the bass player had like his bike company or something. Like he was, he was just off in the middle of nowhere. Where's Zach been? I don't know. Raging against what? The machine, evidently somewhere. Yeah. And guess what you get for rage against the machine? Zero salary, zero benefits, zero insurance. Idiot. Okay, so he's raging against the machine somewhere. Um, I actually would like to read the story about why he disappeared for a little while. I don't know. But Tom Morello's been doing okay, I think. Well, of course he's been doing okay. Look at everyone he's doing stuff with. They had the Prophets of Rage with, what's his name, from uh, uh, Chuck D from Public Enemy. They were touring all last yeah, summer yeah. with that. Like, he's been doing fine. He's uh, what would He had the solo act called, what, The Night Watchman? Yeah. He's been doing fine. He's been staying in music, and those were kind of the two notable ones from the group. So who would you rather see live among, not among, fuck me, I'm just an idiot. Who would you rather see live, My Chemical Romance or Rage Against the Machine? In the settings they're playing in, or what? No, let's put them in ideal venues. So you're seeing Rage well, Against... Well, ideal venues, I'd obviously go rather see Rage Against the Machine. That being said, My Chemical Romance is actually playing like a like a club show, and I'd rather go to that, like like something like the Commodore style, as opposed to going to fucking Coachella and being way like five that behind five thousand people on the same level and yet watching it from a video screen. Yeah, I agree with you on that front. I think even if I had them at prime venues at the age they're at right now, I would rather fucking see my chemical romance. I bet they're gonna sound really good when they come back. Oh before I forget, here's a quick little fact about my chemical romance. It just popped I saw it pop up today. Gerald Way Gerard Way. Whatever fuck his name is. Yeah. Guess who his cousin's with? I saw this too. Who the fuck is it? Joe Rogan. No way. Okay, <laughs> well, we got Trav here. Apparently, there's another story in the locker that we're going to bring out. Well, deep, deep locker room story. Let's pull some of those bones out of your closet so you can finally close it. Okay. Tell me about... Let's tell everyone about the softball coach. From the bourbon, like the bourbon, was what the Yale is to Jeff. The yes. bourbon was a hot bed of activity. Back it it was, it yeah. was, it, it was a great fucking place. So, so I, <laughs> I, 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 I go, I go to the bourbon, <laughs> go to the bourbon. Probably myself, a five out of ten looking guy. Oh, I, I, I can dance though. Hey, so, so I, hey, I go in there and don't cut yourself short. You're at least a five and a half. Love you, buddy. No, give yourself some yeah. fucking points, buddy. You're way better than a five. I'm probably probably a six, 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 no. a hard six. Pump up hard, tires, hard six. Okay, so so we're not gonna do one, two, like. If Trav's a six, I'm a, a fucking four. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 we're going, we're going on the bourbon. Um, th- there's a nice girl. She smiled at me, so I smiled at her, and long story short, we went home together. Um. Little do I know that she was a, a coach at a specific university that we went to. Um, but that that night was not that weird. Um, actually, it was kind of weird. I have a good buddy that went home with us, and I could not remember the girl that... Uh, Teresa? Was, no, no, it's weird. It was Bane. Er. No, Bane. Yeah, Bane. Er. Bane, Bane, Bane. Um, <laughs> I couldn't remember this girl's name. So I was like, shit. But she was she was staying at her parents' house, and her name was on the door. So so the whole time, like, Bane, what the fuck's the girl's name? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm like, Bane, what the fuck's the girl's name? And because he's sleeping on the couch, and he's like, he's like, I have fucking no idea. But her you name were was, at the parents' place. Yeah, it, but he's like, he's like <laughs> the, whole, the, whole time, the whole time I was like, what what the fu- what the fuck's this girl's name? And did Bane go check the door sign and let you know? Well, we, we didn't know until we like I was about to go walk into her, her room. And I, I like walked out and I'm just like It's blank. Yes, that's her name. Fuck it's blank. And he started like screwing this. I'm like, yeah. 
yeah. NHL 94 Sullies? Yeah, yeah, literally NHL 94 Sully. So, and then we had, we did what we did. Um, she she drove us both home. Uh, there's a lot ass end of that story, war, but we'll not go into it. Jams and Brett's Bangers. Okay, Trav, being a guest, you stuck to the whole thing. Let's hear his, uh, Trav's tune of the week. I like okay. that. Well, Trav's tune. <laughs> this week on Trav's Tune, Jeff's Jam and Brett's Bangers. Bangers. Um... Long-time listener, first-time guest. I've, I've been thinking about this. I've, I think I have the perfect song for myself. Um, it's by Tim McGraw. It's called Christofferson. It, it, it's sad. Oh, this is the one you made me listen to last night. And it was right, I did, yeah. That's one when I, like, I had a single teardrop rolling down my face. One, yeah, as, as Jeff has said in the past, I'm a big fan of... Really sad country songs after we get black out at bar. Um, yeah, here it is. Here it is. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Straight up genuine and real. Open a bottle of ninety brew and write a song for you, like Christopherson would do. And now Jeff and I are each going to select two songs this week. Yeah, because I think we maybe uh, talked a little too much. Travis. Travis is in the corner fucking eating Oreos trying to become goddamn Lodzy all over again. <laughs> Fucking guy. Guy, guy ate my whole bag of Coke bottles I was saving for tomorrow. Guy shows up here as a guest on the podcast and just starts crushing Oreos during Jeff's Jams and Brett's all Bangers. all my candy. Idiot. I saw this guy last night. It was the first time I saw City and Color play, so I'm going to pick a City and Color song, and I am going to go with... Save your scissors. He didn't play it. So I'm going to go with Sleeping Sickness, City and Color. My number one song of the week, no, I guess. Your two. Or, uh, my second song of the week. We'll, we'll, we're going way back. We're going way, way back. Way back. We're going ABBA. No. SOS. No. SOS by I'm ABBA. We're going ABBA. Why? Brother. Fuck <laughs> ABBA, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. ABBA. They're yeah. the best pop band of all time. Why do you like pop? All right, fucking ABBA SOS. Here it is. My second and final pick, number one song of the week, is going to be Love Me by Counterparts. What the fuck is that? Well, that's what? That's that California band, right? No, Counterparts are a Canadian band. Uh, Brand new album just came out. This song fucking rips. Check it out. I'm doing three songs still. Second song of the week. <laughs> off Luke Combs' new album. 
Good. Came off his last EP, though. Refrigerator Door. Decent song. It's like, decent song? Mm-hmm. It's like, shut your mouth, candy eating whore. That's like Travis <laughs> after too many Oreos, Refrigerator Door. <laughs> <laughs> That's Trav, three in the morning, he's like, hope my girlfriend doesn't see I'm eating all the Oreos. <laughs> it's like, you know how Russ buys a 24 case and then it like actually says it's a 15 case? That's like Travi buys. Oh, like, no, no, no. There's <laughs> a couple bags no, of Oreos. No, no, no. What, 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 what Russ does is he buys like a 15 case every two days, but he doesn't leave the case, like the box in the house, and just replaces the beers in the same order. So he can't, it gets rid of the can, so he can't tell how many beers he's had. He's so methodical. Okay, what's your pick? It was refrigerator door. Oh, yeah, fuck. Okay, here it is. Refrigerator door. Luke. Fucking. Combs! Not blanking at pictures hanging side by side forgotten memories from another time just the places that I've been before couple magnets recipes and polaroids yeah but that's my life on the refrigerator door and for my my last song this is a bonus pick so just so you guys know the first two are my real ones this one's like kind of a fun one uh dj felly fell get buck in here (laughs) (laughs) is that actually like someone in an actual song All been waiting for the Jeff Jam of the week. Is it? Are we? Because this band is back together. Maybe, maybe one show only. We're going. Welcome, Chemical Romance. Welcome to the Black Parade, fuckers. Welcome to the Black.
Thanks to Trav for joining us for this awesome episode 10. That means that we're fucking double digits now in the episode count, Trav, and you got to be a part of it. Thank you. How many notches do you have in your belt, Travis? Enough. Enough? Probably double digits. (laughs) And uh, before we leave you, we just want to know... Sorry, want you to know that uh, this episode is probably going to be coming out on Remembrance Day or or near there, depending on how long it takes me to edit this. So make sure you pay your respects and wear your poppy. Lest we forget. Lest we forget. The. Fucking right. So exactly what you said. So long and good night. So long and good night. And also, if you don't like the Yale, what do we say to them, Travis? You tell me, man. Fuck off! <laughs> yes.